Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to read Luke chapter 1 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review the key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been. The birth of John the Baptist foretold. In the time of Herod king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once, when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant for the five months, remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. 
He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Mary's Song And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. The birth of John the Baptist. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment he wrote, His name is John. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, what then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. Zechariah's Song His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he said through his holy prophet of long ago, Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies, and to enable us to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. 
And you, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. This is the end of Luke chapter 1. Let's look at the key takeaways. First of all, Gabriel, an angel of God, is sent to tell Zechariah that Elizabeth will bear a child who will be named John. He will be a great prophet who, as we read in Luke 1 verse 16, many of the children of Israel should be turned to the Lord, their God. This is fulfilled again when John goes through the country preaching, repent and be baptized. Zechariah did not believe this uh, because his wife was very old and so was he. Uh, and because of his unbelief, he is stricken dumb until John is born. Second takeaway, we see God sending again the Gabriel the angel, but this time to visit a town in Nazareth uh, in Galilee to visit Mary the Virgin and to let her know that she's also going to be bearing a child, a very spe special child. In Luke 1 verse 30, it says, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And then on verse 31, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and should call his name Jesus. And in verse 32, it says, He should be great, and should be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God should give unto him the throne of his father David. So the angel tells Mary that the Holy Ghost will come upon her, and she will conceive the Son of God. In the third takeaway, we see Zechariah proclaim proclaiming that his son, uh, John, will go ahead and prepare the way for the coming of Jesus. So in summary, Luke, the author of this gospel, is a physician who never met Jesus, but developed a very intimate spiritual relationship. Half of the gospel is unique, and it's not found in the other three. Luke spent a lot of time interviewing the other disciples. So he opens the gospel by telling us about Gabriel's visit to Zechariah, announcing the birth of John to his wife and his father, who is already advanced in age. Gabriel's second visit comes month later, six months later, to Mary to announce the birth of Jesus. And finally, we see Zechariah, the father, uh, who goes from unbeliever to prophesying that his son, John, will prepare the way for the Messiah, which comes true later when we hear John's famous words, repent and be baptized. So let us end today's session with a short prayer. Father God, you have created us as human beings who need to be in relationship with one another in order for us to be able to survive and blossom. But most importantly, we were created to be in a spiritual relationship with you, Father God. We are so grateful for your mercy that you saw us worthy of saving through your grace and through the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. Father, help our hearts. Fix the condition of our hearts. Allow us to soften our hearts so that we can forgive others and allow the blood of Jesus to wash and cleanse it of all sin. Lord, we love you and we pray this in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. concludes today's reading and interpretation of Luke chapter 1 
We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.